0: KBZE. Booze League Radio is on the air.
1: Booze League
0: Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commish. Stephen Orr. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from the Booze League HQ.
1: No matter how smart, how funny, or how beautiful she is, Someone, somewhere is sick of her shit. Good
2: afternoon, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Boozecast. I am here with my always beloved, the Commissioner. Oh, you're such a sweetie. And some, one of the Tugs over here joins us as well.
1: Yes, we do have a special guest here today. We're bringing in Tug Jones. And uh, Tug, uh, why don't you come on down the aisle over here? Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen,
0: from the Unfiltered Gentleman Podcast, Tug Jones. Welcome in, Tug Jones. How are you, buddy? Thank you. I'm great. Just tugging over here.
2: (laughs) All right. So before we get onto that shit, let's just go over a few things. So if you've missed anything in the past, you can check us out on uh, boozeleague.com. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Booze League, or just the just Booze League, just Booze League, just Booze League, and you can also check us out on our um, iTunes at the Boozecast,
1: and we now are on uh, Stitcher Radio Stitcher as well. Radio as well. Um, you can search us out on there. Hopefully soon to be on iHeart. Uh, we'll see if if they give us a heart on or Good a heart look. off. Or Good a broken line. heart. A broken heart. So uh, Otter, we got a lot to go over today. I mean, we got uh, Tug Jones here today, so obviously we're going to do a booze and Tug update and talk Woo. about how uh, the unfiltered gentlemen are just doing terrible. I dare uh, you. At <laughs> shitting the bed.
2: Well, are, they're doing great at shitting the bed. They're doing
1: very. Uh, shitting the <laughs> bed is is what we do at fantasy football. Then
0: we're still winning at beards. That that is well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you're not. You're not. I'm winning. We've got each got. We've got one beard on each team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very true, um, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Kingsman as well. Um, we got some news from Otter over here, and uh, I think it's time to get started with uh, our beer of the day.
0: The beer of the day.
1: So the beer of the day actually just came out recently, and it is um, a hoppy lager from uh, Stone and from No Effects. Uh, technically from Fat Mike. Uh, this is this is what Stone said about the uh, No Effects. Um, the way this happened he said the fat mike called uh, of no effects uh told us he was interested in brewing a beer the first thing we said was why are you calling us at 3 a.m and how did you get our number it's actually a pretty funny line to put in a commercial description for uh a beer but um, they go on to say this is no light corporate tasteless beer for drinking on the beach they are still stone and punk is not yet dead this is a hopped up bold flavorful lager that uh, the authority figures in your life are sure to hate. So crack one open and revel in this self entitled beer. It is uh, not to be confused with uh, Pumpkin Drublick from uh, Coronado Brewing, which is an imperial pumpkin beer. Have you guys had that one?
0: No, it's pumpkin beer.
1: That's true, but it's imperial. Uh, Wait, well, what was no, that? the name of that one? Pumpkin Drublick? Yeah, uh, pumpkin. Like Pumpkin? Uh, so uh, this one is punk. In Drublick, this one, uh, the Coronado one, is punk apostrophe in Drublick.
2: Like punk apostrophe n.
1: Like pumpkin. 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 Hey, like pumpkin. The How you doing?
2: It's pumpkin? a pumpkin beer. It's
1: listed on Beer Advocate is a pumpkin yam beer. <laughs>
2: oh, that sounds awful.
1: <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't make it appetizing, I don't know what Ooh. will. Mmm, yum.
2: Tastes like an abortion clinic in Iceland.
1: Um, but this uh, beer is 5.8 uh, percent. Uh, untapped score of 3.5, which is usually where we're usually in the mid threes here. Um, and Beer Advocate, we are talking about this before the show started. Beer Advocate is no longer doing ratings. they are doing percentages of who liked the beer and who doesn't. And this one has a very low score of 35%. That's worse than an F. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's true. That is worse <laughs> than an F. Well, I guess we're going to figure out if we like this today. It's uh, time to get into our beers.
0: Round one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I'll have a beer. Hey, body, body. Say my name. Hey, body, body. Uh-huh.
0: Hey,
1: I feel it's a lot like most hoppy loggers. I know Otter, Otter, you're not a fan.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm not, not a fan.
1: <laughs> you're not, not a fan. Double negative, baby.
2: Yeah, it just tastes like something that would be a prerogative like of a gypsy curse. Yeah, took the words right out of my mouth.
1: I don't mind. What do you think, Tug? You know, it's the first
0: time having it. Uh, Is it awful? Would I pour it out? No, definitely not. But uh, it's a little too much fruit on the back end for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's nice. It's hoppy, and it's it's not a boring lager per se. But uh, lay off the fruit a little bit, Stone. What do you think in here?
2: Yeah, I definitely do get a lot of fruit, and I will say, I like it out of the can a lot more than I liked it when I had it on draft.
1: Hmm. I'm just, you know, I, I almost feel like there's a principle thing here for me. Like I don't hate it. But I'm so tired of Stone putting I, out forty new beers a week. Out of the, out of the can,
2: I don't hate it at all. I could, I could drink another one of these.
1: Like, well, it's good. You got another three to get through. If, so. there, if there's, <laughs> if there's
2: options, I'd probably go with something else. But I, I mean, out of the can, it's not, it's not as bad as it was. Draft.
1: Right. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Can you drink four in an hour?
2: <laughs> can I? Can or I?
1: I? <laughs> uh, I don't know that you have a choice. Um, all right, are we ready for the news?
2: Let's talk some news.
1: Let's talk some news.
0: Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze too. This is the Booze Line News with KBZ's intrepid pub reporter, Stephen Lee Otto Hall. Booze League Radio.
2: <laughs> so recently I had someone say to me, they don't drink and drive. They drink and and then drive, and I thought sure. that was a pretty funny quote.
1: For semantics, that's a great quote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, veritable wordsmith. So let's let's Don't talk about this beer. person
2: that I read about, that was driving and swir- apparently, allegedly swerving all over the road, and got pulled over by none other than your favorite law enforcement people.
1: Is it the Highway Patrol? I
2: don't know if it was Highway Patrol or just cops or whatever. They're just
1: cops. Oh, I was going to say, because they're my least favorite. I actually have an order for this. Sheriff, cop, then uh, Highway Patrol. If I had to choose. Sheriff
2: is your favorite? Yep. Is it because they look better in tan?
1: No, it's because they have other shit to do other than deal with you. Yeah, true. The Mm -hmm. cops have a little bit less to do. I mean, they kind of mainly have to deal with you, but Highway Patrol? They, they snap, only deal with just assholes. assholes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean,
2: true.
0: They're, you're they're never going to from... hide
1: out under a bridge all day. Right. I mean, come yeah, on. take
2: a nap in the shade. Yeah. Come on. Why? <laughs> why are we not commissioning me to do this? <laughs> Anywho, so this guy was driving, swerving, and he got pulled over. So what does he do? What would you? What would anyone do in this situation?
1: Um, panic. Not uh, pull over. Panic. My, pull over. Shit myself
2: and shit yourself and just get ready for all of the charges to incur. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, what does this guy down. do? He hops out of the car, takes his keys, throws them into the bushes, like, way away from the road, grabs a bottle of vodka from his car, and chugs it. The cop is not able to prove that he was drunk while he was driving, and he gets off with nothing but a uh, drunken public charge.
1: Wait, was it a punk in public charge? (laughs) It might have been. (laughs) That's actually quick thinking.
2: Yeah. It's honestly, you know, words of encouragement. Just keep some... Some booze in your car at all times, like you know, a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of vodka, something. So if you do get popped, you don't get popped.
1: I wonder if he saw that on like you know some advice. I almost feel like you know some people have um, you know uh, a craft thing that they'll try uh, that they saw on Pinterest. I wonder if this is like a, a <laughs> Pinterest kind of situation, <laughs> Pinterest ideas, <laughs> right? You it's know how to subreddit. carry booze in your car right. so
0: you don't get a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to use this lightly, but
2: I feel like this guy might be a hero.
0: Yeah, definitely yeah, definitely
2: yeah. uh what do you what do you call that um
1: not the hero we deserve but the hero we need or not the hero we need or deserve or...
2: well not all heroes wear capes true but true this guy is definitely uh, intuitive for our generation
1: yeah <laughs> that that's a life hack Is i think that yeah, is what considered yes Take real notes, world people.
2: problems um but yeah so with booze comes festivals are we, are oh, we yeah. right festivals
0: who doesn't love a good booze festival? I am not a not even fan. a
2: booze festival. Let's talk about music festivals and how popular those are these days. You got Coachella, you got Stagecoach, you've got uh, the Route 91 Festival, you got you got festivals all over the place. You right. got uh The Life is Beautiful, which is going on right now in Vegas. You've got Blueza Palooza. Uh, Blueza Palooza, yeah. which was to date one of my favorite ones. Um, let's talk about this uh, this guy, Alex Diamond from New York. You heard of him? Alex of them?
1: Diamond. Alex sounds Diamond. like the
2: ultimate 80s like cover band name. Uh, it sounds like we need some porn music.
1: <laughs> you always want some porn music, though. That's your problem. Here. Only
2: 70s. There
1: you go. Yeah, because the 80s porn music was terrible. It's all synthesizers like and yeah. guitars. Oh, and, yeah. Too yeah. much mustache. Some saxophone. Not enough mustache. <laughs> Little Kenny <Too> G. Much. <laughs> The joy so of sax.
2: Alex Diamond from New York was going to New York City's Electric Zoo mm. Festival. Sounds awful. And... Mm. I don't know about you guys. I've been to a few festivals. When you go in there, yeah, sure, you got a beer garden, but do you really want to pay like upwards of ten, fifteen dollars for a twelve ounce pour of even the best craft beer you've ever had?
1: Well, I know Coachella is through the roof, and they serve mainly Heineken. They're, yeah, they're, they, they the Heineken sponsors a lot of on Heineken. it. Heineken. Oh, you okay. mean Lagunitas? Right. Yeah, yeah. Lagunitas. <laughs> uh, hey, maybe I'll have Lagunitas at Coachella this year. That'd, that'd be, be nice. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll,
2: I'll, I mean, going to festivals, you go, you know. No one's just going to drink one beer, drink like three, four, five. You're looking at 70 bucks in, in alcohol charges right. just for those four or five beers. Just
1: for a light buzz. On top of the ticket, which Coachella, even though the low-end ticket is like yeah, 400 bucks.
2: Yeah, for real. Like Plus 350, camping. 350, or, 400 yeah. if you're going to camp, if you're going to do a hotel with like the whatever, like the, the van pass or whatever. Isn't, isn't
0: like two weekends your anal virginity? Isn't that what it costs at Coachella?
1: I Don't know how how much is yours worth. I I didn't know there was a value on that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me get my calculator. So when I when I've
2: been to Coachella, it's been about three. I think I spent three hundred bucks on a ticket, and then you get the car camping. But the car camping is the way to do it, to be honest. Okay. For Coachella. For Coachella, I agree. Because I had friends that I would stay with my friends, and they would all go uh, the day before everything started. So they would go Thursday morning at like the butt crack of dawn, and we would have literally the front row of campsites. So we were shorter than a hop skip and a shuffle away from the entrance to the actual festival and it was perfect because we would wake up crack some beers get breakfast going and then walk into the festival if there was like a block of uh, time where we didn't want like we didn't care to see any of those artists or musicians or whatever you want to call them we would just walk back to the campsite play some beer pong chug some beers like do whatever and it was perfect and i did not have to go at Thursday at the crack of dawn, so I just came down. You know, like Thursday night. That's the way to do it. Everything was already set up, so I was good to go.
1: So, so how did uh, Alex Diamond uh, improve? So Alex Diamond. So everyone method.
2: Everyone going to festivals, you're gonna you're gonna buy some drinks in there. But Alex Diamond was very creative, and he actually went to. He was planning on going to New York City's Electric Zoo festival, which I already mentioned, and he went to the festival grounds, dug up a hole, and buried a full bottle of vodka in the festival grounds. Hero. Yes. Right, right. And then when he went to the festival, he just dug that bottle of vodka up, and boom, prepaid bottle of vodka. Ready to go. Yeah.
0: That's a landmine right there. That's awesome. That is.
2: Yeah. So, obviously, the people that work the gates at the festivals are onto common schemes. Oh, yeah. And uh, one of the examples that they gave on on the article I read was a woman that tried to smuggle a bottle of vodka in... A salami sandwich. Alright. <laughs> Which I thought was just clever in itself, but also lunch and a drink. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. think they confiscated just the vodka or you think they confiscated her sandwich too? Because then she would have had to buy booze and food.
1: Yeah, uh, gotta got plan better. Gotta yeah, be like Diamond. Alex Diamond.
2: So Diamond wrote a quote The initial part of the plan was allegedly easy. However, he ran into a little trouble once inside the festival. So I'm assuming the festival or the Problem the trouble that he ran into in the festival was more of just like a security going hey where did you get that bottle like come here well you it could be uh, like you know if
1: they changed the layout let's say he went the week before you know he changed the layout and he
2: buried it right where the stage was gonna right, be. right you should so know, go sh- underneath the stage <laughs> you
1: show up and like there's a vendor like selling like you know foam fingers or something you're like hey um I if I get behind your counter with my shovel real quick yeah. Uh,
2: I uh, buried a little piece of hopes and dreams back there.
1: Right, right, exactly.
2: Uh, but I mean, that just kind of makes me think of all the clever ways I've snuck booze into places.
1: So, what? How many? How many clever ways? Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear a little bit from uh, Otter over here. This is the Otter's Trail.
2: So, um, it all started when I went on a cruise for a bachelor party. Oh, I'm sorry,
1: Otter. We're out of time. Oh, shit.
2: Good night, everybody. Good night.
0: <laughs> All
1: right, guys. Thanks for listening in. And this has been the Booze Cast. Adios. <laughs> well, actually, on, on a good note, though, Round two. Mrs. Tug is hooking uh, us <laughs> up with some some tasty beer. She's in the uh, the role of Earl today. Earl is out on leave. Cool. I think he's getting an addictomy so he could be a man.
2: Finally. <laughs> yeah, about Finally time. Utah. Give me two. Sorry, Otter. Continue. (laughs) So, yeah, it all started when I I went on a cruise ship for a bachelor party. You know, like cruises, you're not – you can't, like, officially bring your own booze on. Um, So I think they limit it to, like, a a six or a 12-pack per person or one bottle of wine per person of alcohol that you're allowed to bring onto a cruise ship. So I got a little clever. I went online, and I found these things called Rum Runners. They're basically little camelback uh, bladders. That are come in either half liters or one liters, and you can fill them up with booze, pack them. Mm-hmm. Not made out of metal, so they don't go off metal detectors, and they're probably one of the greatest. That's
1: good sound right there. Yeah,
2: that is. That's a drop for
1: you. <laughs> a, yeah, I'm probably gonna have to pull that for a drop.
2: Yeah. Uh, so one of the greatest investments I've ever made were these rum runners. So I got a couple of le- full liter rum runners and a couple of half liter rum runners. Filled them up with you know whiskey, vodka, you name it. Brought them, and then I wanted to take an extra precaution. So I put them in a gift box and packed them very nicely, and I wrapped them as a gift because when it goes through, like, you know, the people in charge of checking luggage, who's going to open up a gift? There's like, oh, a Someone, Someone's present. It's probably happy birthday. Let's let this pass. So I had about four liters of hard alcohol coming onto that ship via gift, Liter gift of box. box. You Liter
1: also of uh, need a cape. <laughs> thank you Well done, sir What about you, Tug? Any uh,
0: smuggling stories? Well, you know what? That one reminds me of my friend Who has done very similar things They actually hold contests When they go on this cruise To see who can smuggle the most booze Amongst their group And she won one year By getting those kids books That have like the floaty Like the pages are like plastic And they have little objects That float in like the colored water Yeah She got those kids books Emptied it out Dumped booze inside of it Sealed them back up With those like Press and seal kitchen things I then, instantly
2: take my cape off wow uh, that that's that. pretty that's ingenious that's pretty, yeah, yeah <laughs>
0: she won one year by doing that um another How
2: many books did she have? I
0: think she had like four or five books. She came oh, off wow. like a library like man, yeah. she's like,, hey, yeah. I love the children because yeah. the read. New York
2: Library is on this cruise with us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Max can run see Max run uh the other one was we went to this thing in Vegas, which is an amazingly huge beer and tequila festival. And at the end of the thing, all we're talking to some of the, the brewery reps and they're saying like, yeah, you know, this is all a donation because all the money goes to, to charity and all that stuff. So we can't come back with it because our brewery has donated X amount for this event. So if you turn, if we turn our backs and a few bottles disappear, so be it. So we did this times a good 40 booths
1: so you you did the opposite so you, yeah of you actually it smuggled it, smuggled it out. out of
0: yeah. the festival so my, so my buddy and that's i that's some
2: next level shit right yeah. there Alcohol.
0: my buddy and i each had cargo shorts on and we would fill up our cargo shorts with as many bottles and cans as we could run back to our lady friends dump it in their purse and then go back for more wow and we ended up walking away with probably i mean at least 30 beers 40 beers uh we we were already drunk and we continued to be drunk for the rest of the night. <laughs> As was, you should. It was fantastic.
1: Yeah. And it was all good. Stuff. I mean, it was a beer festival. It was all good stuff. We weren't what drinking a
0: Light. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: That's amazing. Um, I don't know if I've had any smuggling stories, per se. Although I will say, going into Coachella, you know, Coachella is a polo field, like for horses. And yes. they are very, very <sighs> yeah, very stickler about not letting any glass in. Oh. Right. And I, one of the people we took with us... Um, didn't really read the instructions and and <laughs> brought like a full. I think it was a six pack of Guinness uh, in the bottles, and they didn't get the. She was she was an amateur, but uh, they didn't get the uh, the draft Guinness. They got the actual like Guinness stout with the yellow label. Come on, what are you doing? Oh, that's horrible! Super thick, and I I love Guinness in all ways, but good that, lord, that's a protein shake. So here's how cool <laughs> they were though. So we pull up and they go through. You know we're we're car camp and they go through all the coolers and everything else. And they pull that out, and they're like, well, we can't let you in with this. I'm like, oh, God damn, we lost a six-pack? I was, I was a little bummed out. Drink it all right now? They made us drink every single bottle of that before we continued into the festival. <sighs> so we're sitting there, and, as, and all these cars are pulling up. Is, is, they, and they have, like, four or five people who are, who are checking people as you are going into the campgrounds. And everyone behind us started, like, clapping and honking the horns. We were just chugging, like, <laughs> the six-pack of Guinness before we went in. They're like, all right, you're good. And off we went and had, you know. There you have it. Swerved your way to the campgrounds. Exactly. I'm yeah. thinking, man, I got to make it there before the Guinness kicks in.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've actually had a, one other smuggling story that did not work out in my favor. These are the so, best.
1: Back to these Winning. runners.
2: I uh, was going to Universal Studios Haunted Horror Nights. Right. So what better to bring than a liter of Jack Daniels with me? Well, absolutely. You know, so. Sure. What, so I you know i was wearing my jeans i just tucked it right into the like the front waistband of my jeans had my my shirt and my i was probably wearing a flannel is that right jack daniels it. in your pants or are you just happy to see me <laughs> both <laughs> <Boing>. <laughs> happy to see you and jack daniels yeah buddy so i'm walking in and i've i've used these rum runner things like i i honestly like they're probably like i said they're like one of the best investments i've ever made because i bring booze and staple center wherever you name it like i I bring them with me. And it's some people
1: like 401k. Some people are like, yeah, "Yeah." (laughs) bonds, otters, like rum runners, Rum runners,
2: take them with you wherever you go. Stick them down your pants. Yeah, exactly. So so I'm walking into universal studios and I'm not worried because I'm like, all right, this bag is plastic. Granted, like it's full of booze and it's, you know, you can, if you look at it close, if, if you look at my person closely, you can see that there's an odd shape of questionable items. So, so I'm going in and like someone stops me at the gate and is like, hey, hold on, because the metal detector goes off. And I'm like, well, it's not from the run runner, because that's all booze and plastic. Right. It turns out like I was wearing jeans with like a button fly, so apparently my buttons set them off because they were really sensitive metal detectors. And uh I'm going back and forth with the security guard and he's like, Hey, you know what? Like, what do you got on you? And I was like, Okay, I'll 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 level with you. I've got this uh I'm diabetic, so I got this machine for my health. So I I really have to have this on me. And I lift up my shirt, and I'm like, you see this? This is, like, my medicine right here. And (laughs) the guy looked at me dumbfounded, (laughs) like, literally dumbfounded. Like, like he'd never even spoken English before. And he was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. I'm just going to have to clear this with my manager real quick. Oh, no. And everything was going good until he said manager. And I was like, well, here we go. Manager comes up, totally... Not buying any of my bullshit, and says, "Okay, well, cool, yeah. If that's for uh, you, you have a doctor's note with you saying that you have to have that with you." And I'm like, "I left it in the car." And she's like, "Oh yeah, just go get it." And I'm just like, well, obviously not having a doctor's note. So finally, I'm just I pull it out. I'm like, "Fine, it's whiskey. Here you go. Take it. I'm going in now." And she almost didn't let me in.
1: Oh come just on! Just walked but away and pounded it.
2: I should have, but that was a lot. And then I, I kind of <laughs> still wanted to go inside too. So, yeah,
1: yeah, you wanted yeah, to remember.
2: Yeah, she almost didn't let me in, but she let me in. And
0: <laughs> I, it, I, I know time is of the essence here, but can we not just brush back the, brush past the fact that you were wearing button fly jeans?
2: Uh, I only wear button fly jeans. Oh come on! Yeah.
0: Even
1: now? Yeah. Are they Jordache? Are they what? <laughs> Vidal Sassoon? No. Do you get mom ass when you're wearing them? <laughs> no,
2: I actually get perfect ass when I'm wearing them. Thank you very much. It's all the swimming I do. Otter ass. Vagina. What do you guys have against button fly jeans?
1: What do you got for them?
2: Well, I like how much more room they give me for the good stuff. What do you
1: use that extra room for? (laughs) The important things. Yeah, whiskey. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: You guys, Whiskey. You guys and your zip flies, why don't you just get out of the third grade already?
0: Yeah, what's it like being able to piss in two seconds instead of eight and a half minutes?
1: Yeah, it must be good. Yeah. yeah Especially when t- more you More start... time for drinking, thank you very much. <laughs> well, see, and that's the problem. Once you hit a certain level, like buttonfly jeans are above my pay grade. Like, I'm not authorized to use buttonfly jeans after, like, I don't know, 10 beers. I'm just saying. Hey. All right. He's All got right. a point. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, because that's. Can you imagine you're standing there and you got a line behind you and you're the one weaving there as you're like playing with your crotch? And everyone's like, dude, bro, what are you doing over here?
2: I can probably button up my button fly faster than you can zip your fly up.
1: I feel a contest coming up. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I need to pull out my timer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm wearing shorts right now. My shorts up is. Oh, this, here.
1: this is definitely going to happen, though. That's, this that's, will happen.
2: All right. All right Ooh, if you done. had button fly shorts, Throwing down the
1: gauntlet. I'd okay Show
0: me what you got. You're okay
1: with button fly shorts? That's even weird. Because
2: that means you are fully
1: committed. That is true. I'm only halfway committed. That means you're in Jorts, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. No. Mm. I'm out. I have a pair of Jorts. Uh, Of course you do. What's up, Stone Cold? (laughs) (laughs) My name is... (laughs) Stutter. Miss Tug's going for round three. You better pound these. Um, But, well, that was for the news. Thank you, Otter. Now pouring. The booze Cast... All right, we're moving on now. Um, now that we have uh, Tug Jones himself here, yeah. the man, the myth, the legend, uh, we got to move on to a little fantasy football talk. The old oh,
2: booze God. and Tug update. Tug Jones, thank you for being here to accept all these shitting the bed yeah. trophies on behalf <laughs> of your own team.
1: It's bad. So, well, the first two weeks have been, you know, um, about what I expected from you guys. But uh, <laughs> how dare you? Can we talk about who won the championship last year? If you won, I mean, what have you done for us lately, though? Dan and his glorious beard. Of course, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Just saying. Didn't and then, he just win the shitting the bed? Yeah, that, but he just he just cleaned it up.
0: Yeah, The inaugural shitting the bed. I don't know. I don't think do. he's
1: cleaning it
2: up. I think he's actually making it messier by shitting the bed. Well, I mean,
1: he's cleaning up the trophies. Like, any trophy out there, he got uh, championship well, yeah. first if put, year. If you put it that way. And then he's like, oh, oh, there's a there's a shitting the bed trophy? Yeah, I'm in. No, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take
0: that one as well. You know what he's doing? He's just trying to win everything. Right, he wins the championship. He's going to win that trophy. Then he's going to come back and win the championship again. More
2: trophies for me, no trophies for you.
1: I almost right. feel like we need to put a bet down on that. Like, how many times will he shit the bed? Well, no, 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 because he's saying he's coming back to win the championship. So I'm wondering. Actually, hold on. Let, let's get this out of the way.
0: Round three.
1: By the way, Miss Tug is on it.
0: Yeah, she's good.
2: This is the most
1: like on with the round. She's doing better three. than Earl. Way better than Earl. Should we fire Earl? And we'll see how he is after his ad <laughs> Yeah. Get them all coming. The faster you drink it, the
0: harder it is. Boy. I've heard that before. That's what she quickly. said. That's what she said. Oh man. The the fruit does not go down quickly.
1: Uh, yeah, now that we're we're pounding this in the fashion that we are, it's um wait, right, hold on.
2: Yeah. I do like the can though.
1: No, they, oh, dude, the artwork on us. this is that,
2: sweet. That hot pink, which matches Fat Mike's uh, <laughs> hair. I love,
1: I love all the names. Fat Mike, El Jefe, Two Erics. Uh, like it's, yeah, no, I love No Effects. Uh, uh, you know what? We didn't actually talk about uh, a few facts. I'm going to throw a few facts out of No Effects. Um, started 1983. Never, ever since then been signed to a major record label. Ever. Which is kind of crazy to think about. But they've sold 8 million copies of albums, which makes them one of the most successful independent bands ever. Well, which way which
2: record label is going to sign them, though? They've got some. Well, much I mean, Bad Religion deal. got
1: signed, Social D get signed. I mean, well, these yeah, are all. But
2: NoFX is always like super, like one-sided political, though. So I don't think any record label would ever want to sign them, though. Well. Well, talking yeah, like politics on look, there, the there's
1: band. a record label for everything if it's going to make them money. Record execs don't True. give a shit. True, um, but I think and, it's
2: also in part No doesn't want to be signed either,
1: though. Right, and that's and I think that's part of you know they're they're the independent cowboys. They don't that you they can don't salute, want they don't know? want
2: to get told what to do.
1: Right, right. No, I agree. No, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think it's pretty awesome. That they've never have though, and still have sold eight million albums. Just released another one last October called First Ditch First Ditch Effort, and they have a show on uh, Fuse TV. Backstage pass- or passport with no effects. Look at that. Good times. All right, now back to the uh, the Booze and Tug update.
2: <laughs> I just noticed yeah. on the can it says Frank Dresch.
1: Who's Frank Dresch?
2: The old Booze and Tug update. Frank Dresch. Uh, like drink fresh. Uh, I see what they did there. Uh, <laughs> I see
1: what they did there. Those clever, clever bastards. Clever <laughs> bastards. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about this for a second. So, the um I right, won on. I won last week. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Yeah, let's get to the end of the show. Uh 115 points. Dan came storming back from shitting the bed the week before. Came in second with 113. Otter you are 111. Well done, sir. Thank you. Not bad for never Beginner's having done it luck. before. Yeah. And it's my first time. I won do the first day I or the first time I played first year fantasy football, I won. So, nice. I think that's why I told you you should join cuz you're probably going to win this. Uh, you're kind of our ace in a hole. <laughs> I'm playing you this week. I know, I know. I'm going right. to kick your ass. ready to get... Uh, oh. throwing some shit down over here. Kick oh, your ass, bitch. Whatever. Whatever.
0: Show me what you got.
1: All right, so Tug Jones, you're in number four. Well done, sir. Yeah. Very first well done.
0: of the unfiltered gentleman.
1: <laughs> well. He's in first place for oh, the no, Tugs. You're right. Dan, no, you're not. Guy. No, you're Dan. not first. <laughs> <laughs> um, the yeah. Guru came in fifth. Dan's beard uh, came in sixth with 91. Uh, my... Dear Booze Hound Darby, 75, and Tug oh, no. Scott, the lowest, with 51. So we'd like to give a big congratulations to Tug Scott for shitting the bed uh, this time around. Winning.
0: The Carlos Irwin Estevez Memorial Award for shitting
1: the bed. So between all three of the running backs children. that he played, but you two points. By Both winning. LeGarrette Blunt and Mike Tolbert had no points. DeMarco Murray know, had two, man, so uh, three while. of his uh, players had only two points. So
2: what you're saying is he really crushed it.
1: Oh, man, boy, did he crush it. I tell you what. Um, <laughs> basically, out of nine people that you can play, five of them managed to put together less than five points uh, <laughs> total. So, uh, him, he really shit the bed this week. The beard does continue. The beard is in first place in your division, Tug. Um, undefeated, first place. Duh. The beard is crushing. Have you <laughs>
0: seen that beard? Good lord. Not
1: in person, no. I've only seen one picture. They're, I kind of feel that um, that Tug Dan is very much like a Sasquatch. Like, if I saw him in the wild, he'd do the kind of the look over the shoulder thing as he's walking by. he gone. There's like one picture of him that exists that I've ever seen. I'm not yeah. sure he's actually a real person.
0: No, and he's also in those Jack Links commercials, too.
1: <laughs> Messing with Dan's beard. That's right. So overall right now, Booze League is beating you by 138 points. Uh, we won this week by 43 points differential. Not as uh, bad as last week. Right? No, no, yeah. This, this week, because um, last week we beat you by 95. This week yeah. only by 43. No thanks to Scott. No, Scott really just I had to call not beat you. But
2: we still beat you. Yeah. How does, to, it, f- how does it feel?
0: It feels shitty to sit here and, and just listen to you guys tell me how bad you beat me. I had to call Scott. Do you Scott. want me to
2: tell you one more time? We beat you.
0: Thanks, Otter. <laughs> did. did you
1: uh, did uh, You uh, feel
2: better that time? Uh,
0: you you know, ease into it. After hey. a
2: couple of pumps, it just doesn't real, hurt anymore. Real quick, let me just tell you something. We beat you. Does, oh. that,
0: does that feel a little better? Newsflash. Breaking news, everybody. How dare so you. It say
1: Otter with the news. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's funny though because I did listen to when you guys try to talk shit on us a little bit.
0: Yeah, that didn't go so well. And it degenerated
1: into what? Because we beat you? No, no. It, it degenerated into how nice Dan's beard is. They they can't get past the beard. They, I, I almost feel like that's your that's that's like the 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 um, the ball and chain. That's that's the thing. That's a uh, Atlas rock that you're carrying on your back yeah. is is Dan's beard. You're never gonna get past it. I don't know. It's also the symbol of hope and courage for us. <laughs> Dance
0: beard, yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> glorious. And it is glorious. I yeah. would have sex with that beard. Don't tell him; that'd be a little gay. But it's it's nice. Well, hey, now I think know? he's
2: going to know soon enough.
0: No one listens, right? And... <laughs>
2: what you guys do in the <laughs> We're privacy not recording, of your own we? podcast? Is, yeah, you is... guys don't win any fantasy games. <laughs> yeah. There we I don't go, know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks. Yeah, Bang that beard all
0: beard. Want. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I had to call Scott this week because. Obviously, he shit the bed, and I, I had to, A, tell him that he shit the bed because he's too old to figure out social media. Mm. But, B, I, I said, hey, what are you doing right now? He's like, oh, just, just drinking a beer. I said, how about you set your goddamn lineup? He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I was like, thank <laughs> you. Let's our, not get our ass kicked this week.
1: Now, that being said.
0: How did that are, work out for you, though? Well, we'll find out. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. We shall out.
1: see. Um, we are working on a trophy, obviously. I don't, I don't know if you listened to the last draft where I talked about the trophy. I'd like to say I didn't, but I did. You'd like to say that you didn't listen to last draft. Yeah.
2: So someone listened to last draft. Yeah.
1: I'm a little offended by all this.
0: You
2: know, I lost stuff. (laughs) Hey, hurts. Don't worry. I'm sure you're a winner deep inside.
1: (laughs) This this is a chance. You know, this is character building right here. It's a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think though, even though we're doing a trophy, um, which for those who um, who need to be brought up to date, it's the Andrew it's the Andre Rosimov Award for Excellence. Yes. Which is Andre the Giant. Um, Talk about heroes. I kind of yeah, on. No, dude. I I want to like do a we whole said, show. Not all heroes wear capes. So now, he he only wore some a Speedo. just yeah, some wear singlets. <laughs> yeah, singlets. Yeah, he wore a singlet. That's yeah. right. Um, I kind of feel though that we need to maybe we come up with it now or later, but we need to have like a bet on this or something, because you know a lot of the the loser loser has to chug the uh, punk and Drublick. Uh, you know I feel like we could do something better, like the the losing side needs not to shave their eyebrows or something, oh, or shit. I I think we need to. That'd be weird at work. That's, that's why. That's, <laughs> that's why we want to win. But you know, because you, you see some of these uh, fantasy football leagues out there that actually have. Uh, where I saw one guy was uh, duct taped to a oh, to yeah. a telephone pole with fantasy football I've loser on him. Oh, let's hear it. Oh,
2: the losing team has to be facial hairless for six months.
1: Oh, I'm good with that. Oh, oh, of man. course, you are. Uh, I look like a child.
2: You still look like a child. I look yeah, like
0: more yeah. of a child. I just look like a child with like a recent You beard hairline. your beard
2: isn't even you don't even have a beard.
0: No, like, I just you have the nice 5 o'clock shadow.
2: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, what do they call that um 5 o'clock shadow.
1: No, another word um scruffy. Stubble. Stubble, stubble. Yeah, scruff, stubble. Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know, man. I, I
1: honestly just thought you just forgot to shave today. It really? Isn't. See,
0: that that's the look I'm going for. I mean.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know. We need to ask uh, It was a late night. Miss Tug. Um, so now we're moving on uh, to talk about the Kingsman. We're going on to movie buzz, movie buzz.
0: <laughs>
1: so the uh, yesterday on uh, September twenty second, uh, the Kingsman. Golden Circle was released. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, I posted an article uh, yesterday to celebrate the release of this. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the the Kingsman now in five. And
2: what a good article that was. Well,
1: thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
2: I enjoyed it. It was well
0: written. Oh, well, I thank you. I must Well, thank you.
1: Thank you. And it turns out I can do more than just drink a lot of beer.
2: Um, <laughs> you can also write while you drink that copious amount of I, beer. I, I did, too, yeah. You too, yeah. your keyboard.
1: I'm going to be honest. Um, I did a lot of research, and I actually wrote the article this past week, and I was drinking beer the whole time. Only, I was only one thing article.
2: about the article was you labeled, you uh, titled it Five Questions About the Kingsmen. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that article brought along a lot more questions that I have.
1: That you have?
2: That I have. Okay. Just personally.
1: That, that relate to the questions that were on there?
2: Yeah, they were they're more like just a you know question after question kind of thing. Sure, like sure. you answered the question, then I was like, oh well, you answered that. But what but about this? What about this? a sub question right? And that's it. Almost it almost takes the Kingsman into like this whole nother depth.
1: I, and that's exactly why I had to write the article because one question occurred, and when I started peeling back the uh, the labeling on that question, I'm like, oh, there's another question. No, no, and then you just go down the rabbit hole. And then
2: we got this, and then we got that, yeah. and then we got you know so kingsman who knows what's kingsman
1: so to bring everyone up to speed i mean i didn't know that the kingsman was i knew as a, a, a lot of people have seen it i didn't know it was as successful as it is um, and i'd like to
2: just start out real quick so sure. i read your opinion on like the uh, the original trailer that you saw how you were like oh my god this looks terrible yeah i was out i actually thought the exact opposite i hmm. saw that trailer and i was like wow this movie looks badass
1: well see and that's the problem is that like I have a film degree and I'm not like just throw sort of, like, hey, I have a film degree. Look at me, you know? Um
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. You went to Look college, you drank a lot of booze and you watched movies. Okay, right now, cool. film degree, cool. No, I said UCSB.
1: I wasn't drinking booze. Um, <laughs> I went with Wiley though. I
0: thought it looked awful in the in, as a trailer. And
1: I, I, thought, I thought I thought it looked film, really I thought it'd good. be terrible. but I mean that's the problem though. Is, like I'm looking at it going. Uh, but I think that that's more, and I, it's something I wrote about a little bit in the article, that's more, because it's not the same company that makes the trailer as makes the movie. Uh, okay. So another company has to come in and go, okay, how can we condense this and show audiences what it is? And uh, they, I feel like, there's something I kind of mentioned a little bit, I feel like, because the same, because Matthew Vaughn and Jane Goldman, they've worked together a lot. They did Stardust, right. they did um, Kick-Ass, uh, kick ass, probably Kick-Ass too, I'm guessing, I, did, I didn't look into that, but... Um, all of those movies I had the same exact re- reaction to the trailers. I'm like, that looks just, that looks fucking terrible.
0: Hey, how <laughs> dare you? You know, I I too have a film degree. I went to film school.
1: Yeah, and I have a, a cousin that works
0: at a trailer house, and that's exactly what it is. Like these people that have nothing to do with the movie are handed the movie and are told to make a trailer out of it. That's what and a so, crazy I mean, job. Yeah, and and so somebody who may not like the movie is putting together this trailer to showcase this great movie and i remember seeing the trailer going this looks freaking horrible Mm -hmm. and it was not at all
1: quite the opposite it turns out when i actually finally got around to watching it (laughs) and a lot of people felt that way so for those who haven't read the article yet the grand total for the kingsmen on a budget of 81 million dollars they made 413 no sorry 414.3 million dollars close to half a billion dollars more than back to the future more than raiders of the lost ark same as like Rain Man, Lala, Land, and that, that's and total and
2: grossing, right? That wasn't just that's total. That just no, that's total like ticket sales. Office.
1: That's total ticket sales.
2: Total ticket sales,
1: right? So it okay. doesn't count toys or anything. Okay, um, but um, oh, you know, Miss Tug has brought um, our final round here, which we'll uh, drink while we're talking about the Kingsman.
0: Final round. Never mind that
1: shit. Can you blow me where
0: the pampers is? <laughs>
2: The stage, you talk we have too much fun
1: you know uh i will That's give me, a that an, really got out of hand fast i'll give an extra beer to anyone sitting at this table or and you as well miss tug that can name all the drops in that final round oh jeez all right we'll get to that one later yeah we gotta talk kingsman but That'd be some extra credit maybe if it was a better peer. <laughs> you're like well <laughs> I'm to be inspired Potter yeah. knows him but he doesn't want to win yeah I got a 2015 parabola in the uh, oh in let's, the play again, let's play it again let's play it again
2: I've got one of those at home too tell me oh. what the good time
1: oh wow Dude, I've only no. got the 16 Look I feel like a loser <laughs> alright so reminds you of your
2: fantasy football
1: right
0: oh come on
1: oh rip the bandaid off trust me it's better if it goes quick yeah it's got to go quick <laughs> So um, hurts so good. The the idea behind this article was uh, when I when I wrote it was mainly that in order for the world of the Kingsmen to to have any impact and be interesting, it it needs to be shown to against Eggsy's world, which is he's mundane, he lives with a shitty boyfriend, uh, a mother's boyfriend, uh, has this life, you know, drinks at the pub with his mates. Has issues and they with also bullies. give insight on
2: how he doesn't like completing tasks. Like he started something and then he just dropped. He drops out of things. He drops out of things. So he just like doesn't have like the for his mom to like continue or, or something. Yeah.
1: But at the same time, it's 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 the kind of it's the stuff that we all have to deal with. We all have to make these decisions that are not the decisions that lead us down the road to stopping a supervillain from right. killing everyone in the world. So, in order for that trope to work, which is a fish out of water, eggsy's fish out of water, that needs to be super mundane versus not mundane at all which is the kingsman whose eyeglasses uh, have holograms in them and it just, it's they're crazy yeah so that's Actually, where i was looking at one of
2: my first questions and sorry if i'm going off topic with the same topic Look at me. but when the kingsman went to you know like after Exy's dad like died mm-hmm. and he went to the, the, the that one kingsman went to the house right Galahad. Gave his, yeah he gave his mom like the like the Kingsman, was it like the pendant thing? Mm -hmm. Mm It's like if you ever need anything, you call this number and you say, Oxford's not Broads. Right. And she was like, oh, I don't want this, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. My husband just died. So he gives it to Exy. and how Exy remembered that saying. That is one of the things. That that... was the one question that just blew my mind the whole time. I was like, well, how did he remember that? Because he was, what, three years old? Five uh, he, years he old. Was young. Who knows?
0: You, you just said it and I don't remember it. Right. It yeah. just immediately disappears. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oxford's not broads. Like, come on. Like, how do you remember this being five and now you're what? Like twenty-two?
0: Oxford's got bros? What?
2: Oxford's not broad. Oxford's
1: got bros. Yeah. Not broads. Brogues. Broad. Brogs. Brogues. Brogues. Oxford not brogues. It's a shoe style. Yeah. They explain it like with one line in the movie. So. They literally take one line to yeah, explain yeah. that. And That's it's like, it. so you're oh, expecting okay, this right.
2: five-year-old kid to remember this? Yeah, no. for the rest of his I'll life. I'll agree with
1: that as well. And every time it happens, I'm like, eh, I don't know.
2: That was probably uh, the, one of the most questionable things I had about the movie. Right, right. Well, That and Samuel L. Jackson's whole character.
1: <laughs> that lisp. Oh, the it lisp. It is. It <laughs> is I was out. Is. I was out for the lisp. But speaking I don't of, like death. So speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, he plays Richmond Valentine, who is kind of a mix between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, with uh, a lot more of uh, Samuel L. Jackson's style thrown in there. A little bit of Thuckern and Thuckatass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I should, I should have pulled some Bill Sylvester Bill Gates jobs. mixed with Dr. Evil. Yeah. Um, but... Um, so my question, and this was actually the first question that that got me and got me involved in this. How long does he have to... Oh, wait. Are you going to go pee? You are, aren't you? All right. We have, we have something for this. So for those of you at home who have not... Uh, we got to start it.
0: Oh, no. Jeez, i got to take a leak so bad I can taste it.
1: So Otter has a minute to get in there and take a leak and get back. If he does not get there and back in a minute... He has to finish his beer. I got it That's going to be rough with the button fly. You see, where, you see yeah. where it comes back around? My initial thought was like a minute, that's a long time. But when you're rocking the well, button fly. Now we're at 30 easy. seconds. All right. A minute goes by pretty quick.
0: He's like, all right, button number
1: three. Oh, he's, pu- he's pushing so hard in there. Have you seen that meme with the kid? And he's like, he's sitting at the desk. He's like, you know, he's like leaning forward. He's got the, the vein in his forehead. That's him in the bathroom right it. now. to He's trying to get that out as fast as possible. He, turn he, he has yet. less than 15 seconds. He just
0: got his last button
1: undone. Oh, where are we at? Oh. Did not make it back. Still not back. All right. Well, sorry, Otter. You're dropping gonna... a deuce in there. <laughs> you're gonna be drinking a lot of uh, pumpkin Drublick. Hopefully, it's not the Punkin Drublick beer that gets through him. But, uh, anyways, well, we'll keep talking until uh, he gets he gets back from his deuce. Um, but this is the question that that actually inspired me to write the article. Yeah, you gotta you gotta finish your beer, bro. That is your punishment for not making it back in a minute. Seriously, I mean, I know you're a big guy. But you got like what a thirty ounce bladder? What's going on over there?
2: It was actually a two liter bladder. Thank you, I counted.
1: <laughs> was it a, is that an otter runner? <laughs> Might have been. He's Might have been. Actually, right.
2: that was probably one of the most, uh, the best-feeling peas I've ever had. Wow. Well,
1: you, you got to pound that beer because you didn't get back it within a minute. Right. I'm sorry. Rules are rules. Rules are rules, buddy. So, um, but the question is this. So, in order for his plan to work, and for those of you at home who haven't seen the movie who need to understand, um, for his plan to work, it's the SIM cards in these phones that take down inhibitions and raise up aggression. Right. And so basically it results in mass rioting. For anyone who has a phone, it goes off and it sets it off. Anyone who's seen the church scene, which is freaking amazing. That was badass. It's an amazing yeah. scene and for, for many, many reasons. Um, so that's that's the basis of his plan. The flaw in his plan, though, in my opinion, is that he has to have his hand on the machine for that thing to work the whole time. And when you start looking at the numbers, and for me, I use the L.A. riots as kind of a gauge, uh, a gauge. Um, a, Uh, whatever, yeah. I guess a gauge would be just a good word for it. Um, six days, 63 people died. Obviously, Richmond's machine or Valentine's machine is going to take a lot less time than that. Um, to to kill off that amount of people. If the
2: frequency goes out at once, everyone with that SIM card is going to be affected globally and
1: what have you. So, I started bumping up the numbers quite considerably. At first, I only bumped them up a million and I took it down to one day. So, what if you know. What if 6.3, and says 63 people dying over six days, Six point three people, 6.3 million people die over one day. He's going to have to stand there for three years, 1,174 days. He's going to have right. to stand at that machine with the party going on in the and background. And I think the, and
2: the estimation that you gave is actually very low, because I think it would actually end up being a lot quicker being everyone in the world with that SIM card affected all at once. Versus the sixty-three times a million, sure. cut down. By but we're talking, days. we're
1: talking riots, though. Like, and if you actually watch right, the scenes the... in the movie, they don't get the the, the killing done very quick. In fact, there is actually only a few deaths yeah. based on watching the movie, which is why well, I, I can only assume their deaths. It's, it's a long shot above London where a, a double-decker bus comes through and just plows through a crowd. That's the only time I saw anyone even come close to dying. Um, you know people are getting thrown out there they're fighting they're doing this like you know the beach in rio they're just you know fist punching each other so how you know, how many people die really right so um so then i took it up even further and did okay what about 63 million people an hour which seems more along the lines of what you're talking yeah, about.
0: It's a little more reasonable.
1: Right? I mean, so let's say, like, that's, you know, I'm not going to say it's the best case scenario, but it's like, oh, wow, 60, 63 million people in the world <laughs> best kill case each scenario. other. Right? It's like a correct case scenario. <laughs> right, right. Closer, closer to the truth we're looking at. Even then, he'd still have to stand by that machine for five days. So I'm kind of, th- that was the first question I have. And uh, now that I've kind of worked my way through it, I can only assume he did not work his way through it.
0: I mean, had he thought about this a little more, he'd had a urinal right in front of him.
1: Who, maybe you know he's got like technical pants. Um, you know what I mean? Like you know, that you know he's not rocking the button flies. He ain't rocking the button <laughs> no. flies. No, he's not. So um, the other question I have is: there's a scene when they, uh, when Exy and uh, Harry Hart or Galahad, as it were, get to the hangar for the first time.
0: Is it Harry Hart, one of the Hart brothers? Oh, that's a wrestling thing. Sorry.
1: It is but it but you know if you know wrestling you tell me is Harry is Harry Hart a wrestler? Actually, is yeah. Oh, it is related to Bret Hart. You know, I remember Bret Hart. He's the one who died falling from the ceiling or That's something, right?
0: Owen Hart. Right? Not that I know because that'd be lame if I knew all this wrestling <laughs> Literally. stuff. Literally, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: next thing Super you know, lame. Almost yeah. as lame as you. Next thing you in know, oh, oh, one of no. us could be pulling a six one nine on you or something <laughs> off the ropes. <laughs> um, Tombstone pilot driver. The other uh, the other question I had Can is you smell what the
2: rock is cooking. Jabroni. Oh, damn, that was my next one. <laughs> Brody,
1: it's such a great word. <laughs> such a great word. Um, my other question is, there's a lot of, uh, when they first look at the hangar and they get out of the subway and they stop, um, in fact, Harry Hart Galahad even makes a comment to Eggsy like, oh, you know, your father had the, that look on his face when he first saw this, and he walks away all mysterious. So did I, you know, as he walks away. Um, but you look in the hangar, there's a bunch of people down there, and there's a whole lot of vehicles. How do all those people get paid? The origin of the Kingsmen is that they started off with old money. Like uh, the air, the heirs of these old money died, right? Right, right. So they have, you know, they uh, can't give it to anyone. Why don't we all start? Why don't we just make a secret spy agency with all the money we have and stop the great war from happening again? So where's the revenue come from to keep that up? There's no way their their pockets are so deep that they can. Yeah, because
2: in that in that picture that you posted in the article, there's what forty five planes. That's like a clip from the movie. You see like forty five planes easily. Like,
1: there's a whole line of cars that you can't of, see. Yeah, here a lot of cars.
2: And, yeah. So that's. It's like half of Jay Leno's
0: collection.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that's
1: almost. Actually, that's they, probably they like filmed it double in his garage. Jay Leno. Yeah. They're like, there it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, all that costs. And when you really start looking at the costs, I'm not going to break it down too much because this isn't a business podcast. But think about it for a second. You got parts, you got labor, you got um, the numbers here. Uh, I mean,
2: for anyone that owns a car and goes out to get an oil change, you know, you know, like the costs on. Upkeep of your car,
1: and that's just your own car. I had a friend of mine that had a, a Bentley coupe, like the small, like sportly, not, not the giant tank Bentley the Continental, Bentley coupe or something. It's four hundred dollars for an oil change.
2: Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Guaranteed. Actually, that actually sounds cheaper what? than what you think. You what you would think it would sure. be? Sure. Well, because an oil change on just like a BMW or a Mercedes is like. 250 bucks so how many
0: synthetic blend at 40 bucks was rough
2: (laughs) i guess i just got my oil change for 60 in my truck (laughs) yeah i do i do full synthetic though so now think about it's got like one hundred forty thousand miles so you know baby baby the thing i'm at 60
0: so it's still the blend
2: all right yeah so
1: now think about owning 70 bentley's and you got to figure that shit out with your mechanics and and everything else to get it right so
2: that's actually the question would i or would i not want to own Seventy Bentleys. Yeah, I've kind of I've gone down there. <laughs> yeah. When I heard that, I'm like, yeah,
1: maybe I don't need that. First car like world that. problems. Give me my, give me a Prius. I don't have a Prius, but give me a Prius. You know, nah, no, never. Don't give me mm. Prius. Can I, can I ask you,
0: as gentlemen, yeah, if you're, if you're going to spend just a shit ton of money on a car, is it going to be a Bentley?
2: No. For me, it's not. Hundred no. percent not.
0: No. I don't think they're that attractive.
2: I, I love Bentleys. Don't get me wrong. I think Bentleys are probably one of like, just to me like one of like, the most like sleek looking. L- "Quote unquote luxury cars, and they ride really smooth. But I wouldn't well, for that kind of I, money. They if I was going to really buy smooth. a car in that price range, I wouldn't get a Bentley for That's,
0: sure. I mean, I, I I don't think I'd spend forty thousand dollars on a Bentley. There's other cars that yeah. that price I'd rather have. I just I don't know. I know they got to mm. use them in the Kingsman because they're British and yeah. you know it's the the." touch of luxury but still no, I just they're posh they're gentlemen yeah. spies maybe it's blasphemous over. i'm not a huge bentley fan well, no i'm
1: not either. i think they look like tanks it like, yeah. look like a coffin with wheels it, it depends yes, on exactly. the ben, it yeah. depends
2: on like the the specific bentley though and,
0: and if they weren't bad enough once kim kardashian bought one i was out okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hear she carries Spart her that. junk in her that. <laughs> <truck>. <laughs> so that was that was my question about um about that how do all those people get paid because uh, I mean, you got the mansion, you got the grounds, you got tax you know, breaks. Right? It's just um, I don't know where all that money comes. And from. And the most
2: expensive portion is coming up next.
1: Oh, when they blow everything up? I'm talking about the whiskey hookers. Oh, whiskey. Oh, oh yeah. No, we're not there yet. We're almost there. I'm saying yeah, it's coming up. We're almost there. Um, getting and actually, excited over here. Side note: I tried to get some Dalmore uh, for us to sip on when mm. we talked about the Kingsmen today. Did you uh,
2: find uh, fifty thousand dollars just for a couple of sips of that stuff?
1: No, not the sixty-two. That's two hundred fifteen thousand dollars.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying just a couple of sips. You probably. Oh no, no, 50, no. The
1: Dalmore twelve is only like fifty bucks, sixty bucks. Not bad. Yeah. Compared right. to two hundred fifteen, I mean, you know,
2: thousand.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Right>. So <laughs> here's my another. Here's another question. So there are ten Kingsmen total. Do all of them have a subway underneath their tailor shop? Do they? Have, do they all have tailor shops? They yeah. all got a secret subway to go. Do they but all the, have to go through that same see, one? A
2: lot of a lot of the things you brought up in this article, I actually did not even think of before. So, I mean, obviously, brothers it got my questions. Mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you when you published the article, I was reading through it, and honestly, I'm not. I don't like to read that much. I'm, I'm a very good reader. Don't worry, I'm advanced for my class. Like fifth grade, I was reading like eighth grade reading levels. Whoa. So, wow. Uh, Shocking. Reading, reading this article, I was like, oh my God. Like, because I love the movie. So I'm reading through it. And then it got to like the Taylor Shop's part. And I, I thought, you so know, like. So many words. So many words. Like, I've I hit my I word just, limit for the day. I Can I, just I get read a juice 12 box? Words. Yeah. Juice box, please. Apple. Thank you. <laughs> Orange slice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need a uh, nap. Where's my nap? No, i seeing that part because I like watching the movie you see all the like the holograms or whatever and you see all of them sitting together mm-hmm. which like oh well where are the, all the other tailor shops like why aren't they all together and then i thought of like the whole subway station mm-hmm. but it it didn't really cross my mind until i read your article and i was like oh damn right. like that is that's, that's all got to be up mind. that's and it's like, like a high speed all one too super underground too because they took oh. a long elevator down
1: a way way down way it was down. a very it, it was his. It went as deep as uh, my girlfriend in high school, man. It was a deep. it went deep, It didn't go that yes. shallow. <laughs> that was hell of a shaft. Um, but you know, so shaft. yeah. So Damn do all of them have right. this? Because there's no way that all of them were like, "Okay, oh, I got to travel to London, so I get on the subway and go out to this mansion and you know do all the thing." They've got to have them stationed all over the UK. Well,
2: one thing I was thinking is maybe they don't all have like a subway station. But they all have like a different kind of thing. So maybe one guy has like a you know like a skyrise thing where he uh, has like this like zipline right? kind of thing that takes him there. And you and get drops the zeppelin guy, yeah. and you get yeah, you like you zeppelin, know you get the motor motorcycle with
1: the sidecar yeah. guy, and, and then and... they have that <laughs> auto driving car too, which.
2: Probably just zooms everywhere and picks people up and takes sure. people wherever the hell when you they start want to off.
1: Go. You're stuck in like an Amish wagon or something, yeah. You know? You're like, Oh my god, I wish I could go faster than <laughs> rookie. this. Rookie, yeah, right? <laughs> like, Oh, sorry, Rookie, get the horse. Yeah, so
2: that was one thing I thought is like maybe they all have different means of transportation. Whereas in that tailor shop, they That's have an like thought. an underground railroad. Hmm.
0: Let's not get racist, here, it's right? easy. Why does it gotta <laughs> yeah. be an underground
2: railroad? Oh, sorry, an underground it's a rail tube. station, underground tube.
1: It's a tube. I think tube. you know a lot about tubes, right? Yeah. Uh, Like beavers, yeah. Then other ones, otters are fond of tools. Different means of transportation, right?
2: So, like, yeah. No, that's
1: that's actually an interesting thought. Like, maybe they all have planes or something to get through. But that still doesn't explain how they can all sit around that table perfectly. And if you look at the article, I got a picture of it. And even their their and now we're getting into the whiskey part. Um, Finally, even their their glasses sitting on the table, like it's. Do they have this whole room set up wherever they're at at their tailor shops? So they can make sure that their hologram looks correct, sitting around the table, like so everyone looks. Well, correct? I mean,
2: the Kingsmen they're they're a, a bunch of particular guys. Like they like everything their particular sure. way. So setting the glasses in front of them, it's probably just like a you know like a standard way of how they place their glasses.
1: I'm just saying it looks perfect for a hologram because you got to think about like. That's being recorded by some machine that makes a hologram out of it, right. transmits it. Uh, their department, IT department, must make a ton of money. By the way, where do they get the money for that? Um, transmits it back to their central location on Seville Row shop. That they and it makes it look like they're sitting perfect. Department, <laughs> that's a lot of work to make it look perfect, right? I'm thinking if yeah. they can afford all these Bentleys, they can afford
0: a decent cameraman. Well, no, well, I'm just saying the setup and everything to make it look like what, it's sitting se- on the table. Seven different and, cameramen, though. Yeah, I mean, like it's well, times each person. Yeah,
1: I was kind of feel people in there. I feel that. Um, do you guys remember um, Demolition Man, where they can The conference room had TVs that were able to follow, like motion track people walking around. I feel like that's more cost effective than having a hologram where it looks perfect and you got to make it happen. I don't know. I'll pose,
0: they, they could all just Skype for free.
2: When you know, Thank whenever you. it gets like, whenever I think about a movie too hard, I always just remember, hey,
1: just it's a movie, just, it's just a movie. <laughs> yeah. Have well, that, and, uh, me and no Tom reason an to issue. think your brain out of your head right well, now. Well, we spent a lot of money getting a degree in this shit. So yeah, we know what
0: <laughs> we had classes where they just said, "All right, let's dissect this character." Right. right. Oh, so so trust me, I, I know exactly oh, yeah. what you're talking I
2: about. I had a friend in. that went to film school too. Yeah. We're so let's.
1: Look at me. So let's talk. Let's talk this brandy. So it's a big deal when uh, Kingsmen die. We first get introduced to it early on, where Kingsman dies and they break out this Napoleonic brandy from 1815, and it's only brought out when someone dies. But yet, if you look around the table for all the holograms, they're all drinking something. So do they all have this brandy? Do they have multiple bottles of it? Or are they wasting their money on this from their static pool of old money? I mean...
2: Or do they each have a different bottle of a different booze which costs equally the same amount? Well see, and that's that's an interesting uh, so thought. as well. One of the guys was like, you know what, I'm a tequila fan, I'm gonna get like the most expensive tequila, whereas this guy's like, you know what, I'm gonna drink this brandy, and this other guy's gonna be like, Oh, I'm no British
0: drink. guy has ever drank tequila.
2: <laughs> never say never.
1: And they they certainly wouldn't classify themselves as a tequila guy. No, no, I'm just Giving maybe a, you know, maybe, I'm maybe, giving it an example. I mean, there, there may be a Mexican bloke, but not a tequila guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so El Bloco. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you know what? All right. He
1: was a, he's a Mexican you, right? bloke, wasn't he? No. Now, fun fact, though, about this. I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about that. I was like, how many freaking bottles of this brand do they have? And damn you, Michael Caine, who plays Arthur, for wasting one of it to try to poison uh, Eggsy. But anyways. Oh, you mean Alfred? Yeah. 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 Alfred, Arthur. This guy's got the, uh, the old Alfred. English thing nailed. Yeah. Uh. But uh, fun fact about Dalmore 62, which was brought up by Lancelot uh, just before he died and was cut in half in one of the opening scenes. Very beginning. He takes a sniff of it, takes a sip and says, oh, it'd be a sin to waste this Dalmore 62. Dalmore 62 last sold for $215,000. There are 12 bottles of it in the world. That's it? Pop pop quiz. That $215,000? True. (laughs) Well, no, 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 it's going to be true. But uh, actually, uh, three. It, 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 I already guessed it. I you went. know, kiss my ass. Now you own me um, a bottle of that. <laughs> yeah. So here's the quiz, though. So two hundred fifteen thousand dollars was the last time that bottle sold. One of the twelve bottles. One of the where, only
2: twelve ever produced. Of yes. That particular batch.
1: Where did it sell? The Ooh. answer might surprise you. Click here. Um, where did it sell? South America. Nope. No, I'm talking about like just. In fact, just give me a uh, a type of building that it sold from, and I will give you credit. Factory. An adobe. <laughs> Ad- Ad-
2: Adoba. Adobo? What is that little little Mexican clay thing called? Adobe. Adobe? Yeah. I thought it was an it No, it's an adobo. Adobo
1: is a type of uh, chicken. Yeah, it, that's yeah, what you it's get. It's a marinade of kind right. of, yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, I love them both. Yeah, it, It's sold from an airport in Singapore. <laughs> oh. Really? Some well. airport shop had a $215,000 bottle of frickin' scotch. It's probably a knockoff. Maybe. Maybe actually that's
2: something worth looking into.
1: Uh, well, um, it's it's been a couple years now. Who bought it. I feel like it would have come out by now uh, had that actually been the case. Uh, he just spent 215,000 on a cheap bottle of Jack Daniels. So last question <laughs> How do you I have. Feel now? Last question I have about the Kingsman is there's Richmond Valentine, the guy who has, you know, this death machine, gave all the people he wanted to live implants, he doesn't have an implant. So when the death machine kicked on How's he live?
2: How do you know he doesn't have one, though? Mm.
1: Uh, two reasons. Number one, when they had uh, the first uh, test at the church, they were worried about being far enough away to avoid the effects. So, tells me he doesn't have an implant.
2: But they also. And he they, also
1: said, after all the heads blew up around the world, he says, Do you think I'd be stupid enough to put one of those in my head?
2: Well, he also would stay away because he didn't like the sight of blood. So any little splatter of blood he wanted to stay away from, so he also didn't want to see it.
1: Right, but they specifically said, are we mm-hmm. far enough away that we're not going to be affected?
2: But maybe he didn't know if it could affect him or not because he doesn't want to be affected because if someone has one of those things and they're near him, they could have taken him out. Cause so, which implant, means he doesn't have an implant. Because if you have the implant, you basically go into riot mode.
1: <laughs> if you don't have and the implant.
2: You, no, if you do have that. If you have, like, the SIM card or whatever... You go into riot mode, right? right. But if you don't where have you want to kill everyone, so he wants to make sure he's far enough away to where someone's not going to kill
1: him, right?
2: So if like I'm in this room, and someone else, if I activate the thing and I they're see in the other saying. room, they can come into here and kill me. So he wants I to make sure say. he's far enough away.
1: He does say though that you think I'd be stupid enough to put one of those in my head. So the question is now, did he but put that one be that didn't like explode?
2: Stu- stupid enough to put that implant that protects him from everything in his head over the sim card like it doesn't really explain on that
1: no no that's actually what he said he's not gonna put an implant in his head which is what protects him from the sim card
2: yeah well whatever sim you got answers well to everything <laughs> don't implants you in your
1: head. well on, th- on, on this one <laughs> yes <Yeah. because, laughs> at me. um no so i mean that was my only question about that i kind of feel that maybe the whole place was shade or shielded whole place was shady the uh, whole place was shielded because no one in there had, Super shady. had any issues. And someone would have brought a stupid phone with one of those stupid SIM cards in there because people are just that dumb and, and stubborn. So
2: I thought if anyone was going to bring it in, it was going to be that other uh, guy that was in the game. Oh, they had training. been cut? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that little, oh, man. I thought for sure. I was like, oh, he's got it. And I, the first time I saw it, I was like, you know what? That's going to be the end of this. that's It's going to be him, and he's going to destroy everything. And they found
1: a guy who was perfectly... Just like an English asshole, mm-hmm. like that guy was the most snooty asshole ever. But anyway, other
2: than the the mom's boyfriend's kid, that guy was the worst. He was like the snooty asshole. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that as well. Yeah. Like, and, and oh, actually, you
1: took my car and you crashed it. They kind of ah. look like brothers. I should mention it, but yeah. anyway. So that's been my question. Um, Thank you, Tug Jones, for thank sitting you with us. Um, thank you for coming in, T- taking a
2: break from all that fantasy losing. Thank you, <laughs> well, you thank know, you, you so work. much. It's hard work. Yeah, but someone's got to do it, right? And it's not going to be It's Not going to be us. <laughs> uh, oh, Otter, uh, just you wait a week or two.
1: Oh yeah, oh, oh, I'm sure eventually we're going to get the shitting on the bed or the shitting the bed trophy coming back Speak our for way. Speak yourself. I ain't getting that. Uh, you, you know what? Famous last words. I think Custer said the same thing when he's he's like, I ain't going to oh, shit the bed the on general? this uh, on the this Indian war. Yeah. General Custer himself. No, I'm
2: not going to quote him though.
1: Winner of both the Revlon Fantastic Hair Award and the I just got my ass handed to me by Indians Award. So all in the same mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He has
0: yet to receive the Charlie Sheen Award.
1: <laughs> he should. Yeah. Was it
2: the the, the, the Carlos Irwin Estevez?
1: <laughs> yeah, Memorial Award for shitting the bed. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, There's a lot to. Remember. I knew the last part. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds you. Tug it, knows the Tug knows the <laughs> whole part. How yes.
1: dare you? <laughs> well, not yet, I don't. It's I mean, coming, I never dude. Never will. It's coming. So far, we've hit two out of four. We've hit 50% of you, and only That'd be 60, one 20. remains yeah. that is human. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dan's beard will never get it. No. No, no, no. no <laughs> definitely not. Well, anyways, well, thank you for coming in. Thank um you, guys. you, can actually get on uh, com. Please. Uh, you can find them on Facebook, The Unfiltered Gentleman. Check out their podcast. You release every Tuesday, right?
0: Every Tuesday.
1: What batch are you on right now? 62?
0: We just released 62, 63 coming up coming up uh, coming
1: up oh you can boy. also find them
2: with the uh, shits in the bed yes <laughs> yeah.
0: yes where there are shits follow your
2: nose us. wherever it goes yeah. to the poops in yeah. the bed you'll find us <laughs> you'll find us <laughs> no, but now, thank, it, thank you for
1: coming out thank, thank you, you yeah. for coming out and if you're listening on iTunes go check out boozeleague.com we do have a special page for each of our drafts that have links uh, pictures um, we'll link you into the old booze and Tug fantasy uh, league so you can watch uh, them unfiltered gentlemen and lose more. Hey, hey hey We'll also link you into their website so you can listen to them online okay. uh, and follow them. It's a great podcast. go give it a follow. Um, and uh, I believe that is it for the day. So thanks for listening. Right. Uh, Thank you all for coming in and cheers.